Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Doubt is something we all deal with at times. We all have doubts about others and their trustworthiness. We have doubts about things happening in the world and how they're being handled. We can find ourselves doubting whether something is true or not, especially in these days with so much fake news. But the kind of doubt that may seem most difficult to handle, I think, is self-doubt. We can look at things outside of ourselves and get information that may assuage our doubts or make us feel more clear. When it comes to self-doubt, though, we can be really tough nuts to crack because our doubts of ourself are in our own consciousness. Even when others may validate us in some ways, the struggle to overcome these doubts is still an inner one, and it can be hard to win when the enemy is ourselves. I've certainly struggled with self-doubt often, and so often that self-doubt just seems justified. I might just write it off as a fact. I'm just not capable of doing certain things. My faith is just not strong enough. I don't have what others have. I'm too old or too odd or too weak or too scattered or too whatever. The list goes on. But somehow in my head, it seems reasonable. Self-doubt can be our enemy, but it can seem like a friend, keeping us safe from harm, safe in a box that we've built. But self-doubt is more likely keeping us from the good that's possible and that we deserve. Would a friend keep us from progressing, trying new things, sharing what we have, standing up for ourselves and our own ideas, feeling more powerful and alive? No. We know ourselves too well and too often we exaggerate our own inabilities. We judge ourselves harshly because we've spent too much time ruminating in the dark of mortal mind and ego instead of coming out into the light of what God sees, what he made us to be. The mortal mind would keep us small and what would appear safe, but God, the divine mind and the truth of us would have us enlarge our idea of who we are and come out into the light with eagerness and confidence, even if it's just one step at a time. We can shut off the inner dialogue that would make us feel less than others, less than even our own hopes and dreams, and start listening to God and rejoice that he has no doubts in us and he knows all. God made us to shine, not to cower. We can awake to that truth, not by some self-hypnosis, but by awakening to the fact of who we really are and that we were made with a purpose and the power to prove it. Not alone, but with the great qualities of God, which we have been given. It's heartening to me when self-doubt creeps in to remember those in the Bible who had their own doubts and yet, with God's guidance, realized that those doubts were not based on who they really were, but on who they believed they were. Moses felt sure he was too timid and not well-spoken enough to lead a people toward the promised land. He was full of self-doubt, but God showed Moses that he was indeed the right one to take on this calling and that he could achieve it. And Moses believed God, and he rose to the task and was a great leader. Paul was also full of self-doubt when he felt called by the Christ to do the holy work of preaching the gospel. He'd been a persecutor of Jesus' followers. How could he be the one to carry on that movement? He had a past to contend with. 
But this was irrelevant, and God revealed this to Paul in ways that he could accept, and he went on to be a key figure in promoting the gospel and leaving with the world some of the Bible's most profound and healing ideas. Let's remember that self-doubt is not something legitimate for us and not for others. All of us seem to deal with this doubt at times, and it isn't a statement on who we are or what is possible. I recently read a quote by the great author John Steinbeck while he was writing The Grapes of Wrath. And that book went on to win a Pulitzer Prize and is considered one of the great American novels. He's quoted as saying while he's writing it, If I could do this book properly, it would be one of the really fine books. But I'm assailed by my own ignorance and inability. I'm afraid this book is going to pieces. I only hope it is some good. I have very grave doubts sometimes. I'm sure of one thing. It isn't the great book I had hoped it would be. It's just a run-of-the-mill book. And the awful thing is that it is absolutely the best I can do. End of quote. John Steinbeck had self-doubts and specifically about some of his very best, most lauded work. I'm sure you've read about famous painters, actors, musicians who were riddled with self-doubt doesn't make it better that we all have these doubts, but it sure does help me to realize that it's a universal thing and that we can meet it, as John Steinbeck did by just finishing that work and publishing it, persevering with, with his own right intentions and letting them shine as we can do. And we can find our way out of this self-doubt really by just trusting God and his purpose for us more than the belittling voices that don't know what God knows about us and can't see the forest for the trees. Let me know if you want to talk more about this. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.